Hello and thank you for logging on to the Memory Gauge, your new favourite Digimon card game podcast. I'm your host Connor and today we are going to do a quick episode to just talk about a little bit about a topic that came up at my locals this week and I thought might have come up for other people as well and was worth talking about, scooping. So we're going to cover what scooping means today, whether you've heard that phrase or not, when you should and shouldn't do it, both tactically and ethically. So we're going to have a quick chat about that. But Before we get to that, I do have another announcement, which is that I need your help for an upcoming episode of the Memory Gauge podcast. That's right. You can help me out with an upcoming episode of the Memory Gauge podcast. I have put together a lovely little form that we're going to use to collect some data because BT13 versus Royal Knight is just around the corner and it's going to be here for quite a while. It's quite a while between when that set drops and then when the next set drops. So it's going to be a nice lengthy meta and format that we're going to be in with BT13. So I thought that is a great time with this uh, with this set just about to drop to collect a bunch of data and do kind of a bunch of data collecting. So what I have done is I have put together a Google form that I'm going to link in the show notes here and all around on my socials that you can use every time you play a three-game match with BT13. And you're going to record some information in there about what deck you were playing, what deck your opponent was playing, who won, who lost, that sort of thing. And then there's also some extra stuff where if you really want to go into detail, you can put a bunch of other detail in there as well. And we're going to collect all of that information. And then much, much later on down the line, we are going to look at all of that information, look at all of that data that has been collected by you. And we are going to talk about what it means for the format, some of the patterns that we're noticing, some of the things that we're noticing. It's going to be really, I'm really excited about it. I'm, I like data. It's something I find really, really interesting. And so I think this is going to be a great opportunity to really use a whole bunch of data, not just from big events as well, but from locals, from over the kitchen table games, whatever it is, put it all in there. We're going to collect a whole bunch of data about the ways that people are playing the Digimon card game and playing BT13, and we're going to see what that means. So if you want to help out, follow the link in the show notes, and every time you play a three-round game using BT13 over that, that whole format, just plug in the results on the Google form. It should hopefully be super quick, super easy, and it's going to help me make some content in the future, an episode in the future, and actually just be generally very useful for everybody who wants to get better and learn about the game. I think it's going to be some really useful information. So check that out. Thank you very much. Now for our main topic. So Today we are going to talk about scooping and probably the first place to start is to talk about what is scooping because some people may not have heard that term before and you're thinking, well, yeah, what is scooping when it when we talk about a game? So scooping when we talk about a card game in particular is a slang term for conceding and it kind of comes from the physical act of scooping up your cards from the play area to show that you're conceding the game, you're giving up. So if you've never, if you've ever heard somebody say, oh, I scoop or, oh, I think I'm probably just going to scoop or saying that they should scoop, but you didn't understand what they were talking about. Now, you know, that's a slang phrase that comes up in trading card games. When should you scoop? When should you 
concede a game because it's something that you can do, but when should you? So the official Bandai tournament rules say that players are allowed to concede a game at any time while it's being played. The only caveat is you can't concede a game after it's already over in order to change the result. That sounds confusing, but the logic there is that it stops you from winning a game, but then conceding after the win to then alter the match results from what they actually were. So a player might do this so that they could get a better matchup later in a Swiss tournament or try for an intentional draw, which is also not allowed by Bandai's tournament rules. So you can't use concession to manipulate the um, the match so that you get a better result or you get a, a result that is more favorable to you. But other than that, you can scoop at any time. But the question is, when should you scoop? And personally, I think that scooping, conceding has a different function, whether you're playing casually or whether you're playing in a tournament setting. So in casual play, you might scoop, you might concede the game when you see that your opponent's definitely going to win because you want to maximize the number of games you can get in a limited time. Like, oh, I can't do everything you've got, anything you've got the win on the board. We've only got 20 minutes left. Let's, I'm going to just give up now so that we maximize the amount of time we have for more games. Because who doesn't like to get more games in? And you might also scoop in casual play if you're not having fun with the game, like you're playing some casual games at your locals or somewhere, and you're not really having fun with what's going on. You should never feel forced into an unpleasant situation, whether it's because your opponent's making you feel uncomfortable, or if you're just having a bad, a run of bad luck, and you're finding it really difficult to regulate your frustration. That happens to us all. It happened to me just recently at my locals. Sorry, Lachlan. Um... Nothing bad happened. I just got really grumpy because I was having some bad luck. It was my, it was my own fault and I should have handled it better, but sometimes it just doesn't work out. So you should be able to concede and walk away in that situation as well because you shouldn't be feel forced to sit in something that's making you feel uncomfortable. So in a tournament setting, scooping can also be a tactical decision. We've only got 45 minutes of gameplay time in which to try to win the match. So if you're definitely, or even if you're just most likely going to lose a game in the match, but the actual loss is going to take you some time. Maybe you're playing against a really controly deck. Maybe you're playing against a mill strategy that sort of will be able to mill you out before you can mount a counter strategy. That's something that's happened to me again recently. Um, you might concede then to maximize the amount of round time that you have left to try and get the match win. Say, okay, game one, that's a write-off, or even game two, because I won game one, that's a write-off. Let's go to game three now, so I have the most amount of time to try and get a win back so that I can uh, win the match. And you might also concede to to preserve hidden information. That's something that comes up in other card games, although in Digimon, I think it's less common than in other card games because of the way that sort of information is presented in Digimon. You may end up in a situation where you're going to lose in the next couple of turns and the only plays you have give away that you're using maybe an unexpected card or cards. And in that case, you could concede Scoop instead to preserve that information and try to catch your opponent off guard in the following game because they haven't seen those cards. They're not prepared for them. I don't think this happens all that often in Digimon because uh, A, the card pool, at least right now, is currently smaller than many card games. And then there's just few situations where your opponent could force you to reveal hidden information. But just for the sake of completion, I wanted to mention that reason for scooping as well. So there's a few reasons why scooping could be a good option for you in different circumstances, but conversely, are there times that you shouldn't scoop? I think absolutely. Although the official tournament rules allow you to scoop at any time, you can scoop by the rules, you can concede 
anytime. I think there are definitely times when you should not concede. I don't think you should concede or scoop in the first few turns of the game. Even with bad hands, with a little luck and some well thought out play, that you can turn those around and they can become wins. So scooping too early is just kind of giving away a win to your opponent that otherwise wasn't necessarily guaranteed. And I also think that not scooping can be a way to preserve hidden information in some situations as well. Because, and this is what kind of sparked me to create this episode, was this was the thought I was having during this conversation at Locals. Digimon makes your players play around security, because often there's going to be a chance that there's like a powerful option in there that will remove a Digimon or otherwise will turn the tide of the game. And sometimes we get into situations where our opponent has a game-winning number of attacks on the board. You might have heard people say someone has game. That's what they mean by that. But they still have to attack through your security in order to get there. You've got three security left. They have four potential attacks. Now, you might know that you play no security removal in your deck. It's a very Digimon-focused deck. So your opponent just has to attack you and they're guaranteed to win. Nothing in your security is going to delete any of their Digimon or reduce the number of attacks they have. But your opponent may not know that. So in that situation, if you concede before your opponent checks your security, even though they have the win and you know they have the win, you're telegraphing to them that you play no security bombs. And so in the future, they know they don't have to even try to play around your security. It's just Digimon there. They've got a huge advantage that otherwise they might not have had. Whereas if you stay in the game and make your opponent play out all of their attacks, you're sending a signal to your opponent, a bluff, that you might have an option in security that could turn the tide of the game. And so they have to continue to play around your security, which maybe makes them play a little bit more conservatively, gives you a little bit of an edge. And then in addition to the gameplay considerations for when to concede or scoop, there's also social considerations for when to scoop and when to stay in a game. So scooping early can often be seen as poor sportsmanship. You give off the vibe that you only really care about winning. You don't actually enjoy the game all that much you don't want to have a fun game so you're only going to play when you know for a fact you're going to win and of course we all try to win because that's the game that's why it's a game Um, but only playing when you have the best possible start is a whole different feeling and you should be mindful of that when deciding whether or not to scoop I would hope that you like me try to conduct yourself so that you're the kind of player who everyone wants to play with And then additionally, I would say to be careful just about conceding too often at the end of a game before the final attack, which feels weird because, you know, if I know that my opponent has won and my opponent knows that they have won, why wouldn't I concede? Well, we we all find it very satisfying to actually complete the win and get that final attack and just scooping up all your cards before their opponent gets to do their cool combo that their deck is built around or play or do their winning play does kind of take the wind out of their sails a little bit and make it a bit less fun. So especially in casual games, I try to play it out to the end, even if I know that it's a lost cause because it's fun to win, especially in a cool way. And even if I'm not winning, I want to make sure both players at the table are having fun. So that's my quick rundown on scooping, and hopefully this gives you a good grounding for when you might want or not want to scoop in a game, and then lays out some considerations for the future so you can make an informed choice on whether or not to scoop or concede. You've heard enough from me, so now I would like to hear from you. Our listener question of the week is, what circumstances in a game would lead to you scooping or not scooping? What would make you want to concede? What would cause you to think, actually, I'm going to hold out, even though this seems like a lost cause? If you have an answer to our listener question, or if you have any questions, feedback, comments, or concerns, you can email me, memorygagepodcast at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook group, Memory Gauge Podcast. 
at least for the moment, as of the time of recording, you can tweet at me at Connor EFMG. Although, boy, that ship's going down quickly, isn't it? Or you can join our Discord server. Links to all of that are going to be in the show notes of this episode. And I am always happy to hear from you, listeners. Make sure you're following us on your podcast service of choice so you can be alerted when new episodes of this podcast come out. And if your podcast service of choice allows you to do so, consider rating and reviewing the show because it helps us grow and helps more people find us, which in turn kind of helps the quality of the show as well. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Memory Gauge, logging out. Logging out.